Pulse Cast is written and produced by students at SUNY New Pulse. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of SUNY New Pulse. Welcome to Pulse Cast, an original student-produced podcast from the campus of SUNY New Pulse. This is season five. Come along with us on a first date and see who can survive a flock of geese. Wait, what? We'll listen to new music together, watch bad movies, and maybe even write a fanfic. We hope you enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed creating. G'day mates and welcome to The Ring. Join us as we pit regular people against the wild critters of our breathtaking planet. Throw those songs on, crack open a cold one, and join us for the ultimate test of human bravery, resilience, intelligence, and just plain fucking luck. On today's episode of Wild Fights, we'll find out what happens when the animal brutality of the Australian outback collides with the equally terrifying prospect, suburbia. First though, we'll venture somewhere even drier, a freshman stoner's dorm room. and 10 to 20 pounds. Their muscular wingspan six feet across. Getting slapped by one is equivalent to 1,000 newtons of force, or that of a small angry child. They are incredibly agile, and their large flocks means that once you've pitched them off, you pitched them all off. Extremely territorial. These geese will let you know the second you've invaded their bubble, and they aren't scared of ya with spiky teeth like cartilage along the entire bill and tongue. These geese bites are nothing to scoff at. Be careful or they'll pick your eyes out. I'm your host, Izzy Irwin, with my sidekick, Frog Legs. That's me. And I'm Jill Biden, acclaimed children's book author and former Brandywine High School English teacher. Jill will be rolling the dice to see how well our gladiators, Ivan and Rihanna, perform. Picture this. It's 12.30 a.m. Friday night, and you're none other than the SUNY New Paltz mascot, Hugo the Hawk. After the girls' rugby match went into overtime and you were forced to make your 20th lap around the stands, the only thing you want to do is rip that bong. Your roommate is out dancing, so you finally have a night alone. But wait, the munchies are here. After one last drag, you stand, wavering slightly. You go to grab your crocs, but pause. There's movement in your window. A quick flutter, and there it is again. A goose? Oh, shit. She's looking right at the goose egg your roommate stole last night, and she's mad. She tries to fly into your window, but to no avail. Frightened, you attempt to run out into the hallway, but you hear more squawking on the other side of the door. What do you do? The first thing I'm gonna do is probably grab 
uh, parts of the Hugo costume. I'm gonna go and run for the midsection specifically and get the arms for faux padding uh, and any... I'm gonna look around my room for any hard object I can find that might help bat them off. Closet and desk are close enough to each other that you can make it to it. What are you picking up? Uh, I'm gonna pick up a pencil case and I think my best move is to just charge. I just kind of barrel backwards and pencil case in one hand, just sprint forward, swinging my right arm past me and just try and hit as make as much room for myself as possible. Nat 20! Okay. Oh, shit! Shit! <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is an epic win. <laughs> Like you, you obliterate, you hit the geese so hard with the pencil case that you knock their heads off and they immediately die. You've gotten like five of them out. Okay. You're able to make it back to the door. Okay. What are you doing from then? I think the best thing I can do is just use my inertia from running to keep just barreling through them. 15. 15, okay. These geats are like biting at you. They're using their razor tongues. They're using their sharp ass teeth. You've gotten quite a few cuts, but you made it through. You are at the main entrance of the building and there's more geese. Okay. I think, cause most buildings have that like, uh, like the mid kind of doorway where it's like the two doors. I'm going to use my pencil case to bar the door behind me shut. So more can't follow in after me. Bye. Okay. The door actually does that slow close thing. So like all <laughs> the geese just follow you through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like holding a door for someone who's late for class. Okay. Yeah. There's like five, at least five geese in there with you in that little tiny space. What would be in a pencil case that I would really like want to use in this situation? I could also get a abrasive just pushing both doors to kind of like clear some space for myself. Make a, make a wave in the geese. 17. Ooh, you make a pretty good dent in those geese. Both the doors fly open. You have five geese behind you from indoors. You kind of disoriented the rest of them, and they're still locked in the building. Okay. And you've got 24 in front of you. I think before I keep moving, I'm probably just going to take a second and just try and digest to see if, if this is real. Like, just take a moment to really established that this is happening. That that what I had was clean. Three. Yeah, um, that like second was actually like 30 seconds. So you go into your, your mindscape. You try to find your happy place. You can't believe this is real, but it is baby. These geese, they are dive bombing your head. They're clawing at it. You're covered in cuts. You're bleeding down your scalp. Your legs are now covered in even more bites. Like these, these geese are trying to like take chunks out of your legs. They're rabid, they're rabid like dogs. They're going absolutely crazy for your legs. When you come back, you look down and you see that your legs are completely torn up. You're bleeding. You have blood in your eyes, like toes are missing. It's looking really rough for you. I pat myself down. Do I have my phone on me? I don't know, do you? Did you grab it? I don't think you did. There may be a blue light system nearby. <gasps> blue light yes. system. No phone, but blue light system. No phone, but there is blue light. 
So I'm going to say I want to slam the side of the machine and not oh the God. actual button. <laughs> you <laughs> so don't want to call emergency services? It is. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I rolled a three, man. I don't know what's going on. Six. Oh, yeah, no, you're okay. just hit. You just slam your fist into the side of this, like, pole. It hurts really, really bad. You might have, like, sprained your hand or something, but it does make a pretty loud noise, and the geese don't really like that. It makes them significantly more mad. I am going to try and back, slowly back myself against the wall to be able to stand up as the geese are slowly circling around me and making, like, a just a half circle slowly encroaching yeah so with all of the noise you've made which is quite a lot upd has been alerted and they you see their truck or their no another truck they have a golf cart you see their little golf cart coming up there's two of them they come up they see you surrounded by the geese incredibly horrified these upd officers are coming up and they're like son what's going on how are you going to be able to communicate with these officers? Am I uh, sober enough to speak coherently? Ten. You're you're just like babbling nonsense. They don't get it. These UPD officers. Um, let's do a roll to see how smart they are. Nat twenty. These okay. are the smartest UPD officers you could have come into contact with. They immediately understand what you're saying. They're straight right. John Wick on these skis. They pop out of that golf cart. They do like, <laughs> they do some crazy backflip moves. They're like punching straight through the geese. They obliterate these geese in like 10 seconds flat. They're covered in goose feathers and blood, but you have been saved. Okay. These UPD officers, since they are the smartest UPD officers ever known to live, they pull their first aid supplies out. They're checking you over. It's not looking good. You have you are covered in scratches from head to toe. Let's do a roll um, to see if they can stabilize your condition so you're not actively dying anymore. Nineteen. officers are so good one of them was a doctor one of them was a neurosurgeon at john hopkins yeah right. they they get you all patched up you're no longer bleeding out you're not you're not healed obviously but you're good enough you go back to your room you lay down in your bed it's pretty dirty in your room from all the geese that were in there um but you're too high to think about that two weeks later you clean up your room you're not high anymore you swear off weed for the next month. You're turning your life around. This is the best therapy for near-death geese experience. But um, you're getting pretty sick. It's it's not looking good for you. You seem to have contracted some kind of infection. They do some blood tests. Turns out from the geese, when you when you went to lay back down in your room, you contracted E. coli from all the geese <coughs> from all the geese shit. <coughs> Very sadly, you're a little bit too far gone for the health center. They put a band-aid on you, send you home, and you lay down, and you very sadly pass away. R.I.P.
The red kangaroo. These beasts typically weigh from 120 to 190 pounds and are around six feet tall. Kangaroos are no joke. These animals are deadly. They can jump up to 25 feet horizontally and at speeds of 43 miles per hour. These animals are incredibly muscular and in fact their body weight is 50% muscle and they make their kick force of 759 pounds look easy. Kangaroos are known to use their sharp claws to tear into their victims and disembowel them. Their hard skin and sharp downturned teeth help defend them against predators. In summary, this animal will fuck you up. It's 9am. You've just finished your three-hour workout. You're standing in your backyard, muscles glistening in the early morning sun, grilling shrimp on the barbie, enjoying your beautiful backyard. You think about going to the neighborhood street fair later. But 18 years before this beautiful day, you took a trip to the zoo, a trip where you made a grave mistake. Just at the age where you begin to see how people work, but not yet old enough to learn self-control, you are a certifiable terror. A schoolyard bully, you delight in mockery. Today is no different. You approach the kangaroo exhibit, having been promised majestic icons of the natural world. Looking over the wall, all you see is one small, lonely joey, barely taller than yourself, crestfallen. You lash out, you laugh and jeer at its eyes, pointing out its puny tail and tiny hands. <laughs> Little did you know, the kangaroo could understand you and never forgot the day its ego broke. It swore revenge. Brianna. Yes. So you're just sitting there, you're, sh- you're grilling. Are you happy? Are you in a, like, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty content with my shrimp, so it's going Suddenly, good. Sound. You look behind you, a massive fucking kangaroo, seven feet tall. What are, you, what are you doing? My shrimp are done for, that's all I know. Yeah, I would just have to abandon the shrimp at that point. The shrimp is for the kangaroo, <laughs> as far as I go. Are you giving the shrimp to the kangaroo? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll make the kangaroo a little bit less angry. It won't want to attack me. Boy! The kangaroo is just standing there looking at you. The shrimp is just bouncing off of its face. <laughs> it's not into this. They um, are famously herbivores. Yeah. So it's really You've actually not offended vibing. the kangaroo. Oh my god. You no. have angered him more. Okay, He's then I'm done mad. for. What are you doing? What, what's your next move? This kangaroo is staring you down. It's like, it's like, it's flexing. What are you doing? <laughs> Maybe we have a flex battle. <laughs> Are you flexing at the kangaroo? I flex back. (laughs) That might make it angry, though, but that would be kind of funny. Well, it depends on how big your muscles are. They're famously, they famously feel shame. You know what? Australian Rihanna is really ripped. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. okay. She's like a muscle mommy. (laughs) So true. (laughs) So it's backing off a little bit. It's a little scared, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm going to intimidate them, actually. Flex contest. (laughs) Two... Sadly, since you are only 5'3 and this kangaroo is 7 feet, it is out flexing you. (laughs) This kangaroo is looking down directly at you. And this kangaroo, it's not happy that you tried to out-alpha it. It's going to start coming towards you. Oh, no. It's just 
coming towards you pretty slowly. Oh, I have some coals. Maybe I can throw the coals at the kangaroo. Okay. <laughs> With your bare hands. Do I have tongs? If you if you want. You know, I'll have tongs. I'll pick up the coals with the tongs and just... Right at the kangaroo. Bad for you. Kangaroos have incredibly tough skin. So it just kind of blinks. And now he's just got a little blush. He's oh. feeling very pretty and even more confident. Oh, gosh. You've actually helped the kangaroo in this Oh, gosh. I'm not scenario. making things good for me. Do you think I could, like, dismember the kangaroo with a spatula? Jesus. <laughs> I, think, I, think you'd, I think you'd have to figure out how to do that. I think coals don't affect the kangaroo. <laughs> I don't think, like, our plastic spatula is going to work. Uh, I'm trying to think of other forces I have, because I don't think me, myself, and I can beat off this kangaroo. Can kangaroos swim? I think you'll have to find out. That's, that's a risk you're going to have to take. Personally, me, I'm going on the diving board, and I'm diving straight into the deep end. Let's see if that kangaroo can get me. Bye! It, the, that kangaroo is less than 25 feet away, so it jumps straight into the pool with you. Oh. That kangaroo, oh, it can swim. It's a great swimmer. Beautiful. So, a little known fact about kangaroos is sometimes they like to get down into bodies of water and wait for other animals to get in with them and then violently drown them. Is Rihanna getting violently drowned? How fast do you think you can swim? Oh, not that fast. I failed all my swimming tests. Oh, yeah, no, that wait, 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 wait. I feel like we've established that Australian Rihanna is like Australian muscle Rihanna's mom. Australian really Wait, oh my God. Okay, Australian Rihanna's ripped. I can swim really fast. I actually was like in the Olympic trials, but they didn't let me in. Okay, so. okay, okay. Yeah. Let's say the kangaroo does grab you. Kangaroos historically can't make pretty good fists. But you know what they do got on their hands? Claws. Sharp ass claws. That thing rips your leg open. We got out of the pool. Do I have a first aid kit? <laughs> Maybe. If I it's think in I your... think you got more pressing problems. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think the kangaroo with hate in its eyes coming straight at you is your biggest problem right now. I think that even with my partially dismembered leg, I can manage to hop over the low fence. Seventeen. Okay. 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 You're running away from it. So you're in the yeah. street now. Yeah, I'm in the street. Okay. I feel like we should say there's um there's a street fair happening. Oh. And and th there's crowds around. It's Ooh. it's like a Saturday early morning market. Yeah. The kangaroo is coming towards you. Oh. It's coming. It jumps straight over that fence. It, not even light work. Kangaroo. It's light work for that kangaroo. Okay. Beautiful. Is there like safety and security at the street festival? Like, are there like, is there like a little EMT tent? Yeah. You just have to find it. But okay. the kangaroo is coming. With its tail. Fast. I'm, I'm running to the first aid tent. Let's say that, that the medic tent is all the way at the end of the fair. Like, let's, let's say like 200 feet away. 200 feet. How are you gonna, how are you gonna like outsmart this kangaroo that can jump 25 feet horizontally? I'm, yeah. Put, I'm putting me first, and I am shoving everyone else in my way. They're my human shield. Fourteen. You made it to the medic tent. What are you going to say? Act it out. I'm the medic. Hey, medic. I was in my backyard, <laughs> and this kangaroo started to attack me, and so I had to hop the fence, and now I'm here. Please help my leg, and I don't know, maybe call someone. Like, call some animal control. Can you do that? Shoot this fucking kangaroo. <laughs> Is there animal control? <laughs> Two. Hey, mate. Famously, in Australia, we don't have guns. 
So how dare you ask me to shoot this beautiful wildlife that's standing directly behind you with hate in its eyes? <gasps> that's 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 a national icon right there. <gasps> they choose kangaroo over violence. I can't believe it. The, the kangaroo's still after the kill. So maybe as the medic is just like putting a little thing on you, that kangaroo, because kangaroos respect the Red Cross, <laughs> but not you. <laughs> How, you, you have to fight it. You have to fist fight this thing. How are you going to take it down? I'm gonna go for the face, I think. Sadly, um, kangaroos famously have downturn teeth, so as immediately after you punch it in the face, their tooth goes directly through your hand. What about like a gut punch to the stomach? With your bloody hand. With your bloody hand. Maybe with my foot, my my other foot that's not dismembered. I think that means you're putting all your weight on the foot that, that is messed up and you, you crash to the ground. Immediately. Ugh, crumbling just... to the ground. You're on the ground. Oh no. Do you wanna, are you going to get up? No. Like, I'm not strong at this point. Let the kangaroo get me. Wait. Wait, you're on the ground. Are you in a ball? How, what, what position are you in? I'm in fetal position. Like, I'm feeling really <gasps> vulnerable. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> wait, wait, what? You're in fetal position? Are you committing to that? Are you committing to fetal position? Yeah, I'm feeling really vulnerable right now. I'm gonna commit to that. Nat 20! You've turned this around. You've actually turned this around. There are two ways that you could have beat that kangaroo. One is going onto the ground in fetal position and crying. <sighs> I probably was already crying. This sounds like a really stressful scenario. <laughs> you made him feel really masculine. <laughs> yeah, you, you made him swallow. You made pride. him feel so alpha. Alpha. I was probably crying like at the grill and had been crying since then. So, <laughs> you're good. Okay, you did it. You survived. The kangaroo Yay. jumps away. The kangaroo understands its dominance. He's and flexing the entire way <laughs> off. Oh my gosh! Yay! I survived. Wow! I did not expect this outcome. <laughs> Kangaroos are killer muscular horse people, and to see someone take down this beast almost brings a tear to my eye. You somehow figured out that if you got down in fetal position, that it would feel so alpha and masculine. It felt like it could beat the world. It felt no shame in that moment. You could get the kangaroo to hop away. Wait, why was I growing shrimp in the morning? This episode of PulseCast was brought to you by SUNY New Pulse DMJ333 Podcasting Class. Special thanks to Ed and Gina Carroll for their generous support. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed creating. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every semester. <laughs>